Hello humans and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber and today is August 30th, 2020. Huge surprise, I'm sad again. I just, I don't, I just don't know what to do. Like I, I woke up this morning uh, and I was really excited to start doing research because after the last couple of days of like a ton of personal development and even yesterday I did a journeying class where I was connecting with my inner child and it was usually in that group there's a lot there's more people but it was just the instructor and myself and one other really cool person and both of those women um, are at least 25, if not more, years older than me. So it was just this really cool experience to be facilitated by women who know so much more than I do about everything that we were learning, um, but at the same time still really celebrated the progress that I'm making. So that was awesome. And this morning I woke up, um, just for the record, I probably spend at least four hours just awake thinking to myself every night before I get up in the morning, um, at least a couple of hours in the middle of the night when I can't sleep. And then I wake up well before Thomas almost every morning. Um, and I don't really have anything to do. So I just stay in bed, which is probably the problem. And all of this is probably my fault, but regardless, I wake up in the morning and I just, I, I just got really excited to start putting some things into practice, including realizing that I have environmental illness. And while that is not news to me, the new perspective on how to take care of myself as a person who is somewhat dramatically and negatively impacted both physically and emotionally and maybe even spiritually by all things going on outside of me all the time. Yeah. And the reason why that felt significant is because, well, there's many reasons, but uh, Thomas has autoimmune, which means that his body attacks itself. I do not have autoimmune. My body is not attacking itself. External things are attacking me. Um, and there was just something really profound this morning about if that is the experience of my body and I feel attacked all the time, then there's certain things that I can do to hopefully feel less attacked all the time. But then there's also me accommodating myself and creating a life where I don't have to put myself in emotional danger on an hourly basis like I would if I continued to put myself in a career where I was constantly communicating with other people and needing to make myself available at all times. Those jobs include things like crisis counselor, event planner, um, and any sort of facilities manager. So yeah, can we not do any of those? Um, so those have been the jobs that I have been doing. And those are the jobs that I am skilled at and experienced in and have a resume about. But they are all uh, jobs that I now realize trigger me extremely badly. And whoa, there are things that don't 
trigger me extremely badly. So that's amazing. Um, and maybe I can do those things instead. And all of that is news to me as of yesterday. And um, I'm continuing to think about it. And I got I woke up this morning. And then eventually Thomas woke up. Um, and we had some alone time. And then I really wanted to talk to him about all the things that I was thinking. And I did get to talk to him a little but then he like started doing chores, which is great. Thank you. And he, I don't know, just other things happened. And I only got to tell him like a little bit and I was just like really excited. So like he went to go do something for a second. And then, so I sat down and started journaling out all these thoughts. So just to kind of like go over what I'm kind of writing. Um, so I wrote, I'm a highly sensitive person with environmental illness and I'm kind of trying to unpack what that means to me and think about it in a new way. And some of the questions I've been having were things like, was I born sensitive? Is it connected to my supernatural abilities? How did the trauma contribute? Um, and I put a note that something I've been working on lately is that I had really clear signs of distress by the time I was four. So what happened to me before I turned five that was formative and what was it what did I learn and like I'm just kind of planning on doing some more journeying into some of that to see if I can unpack any of it um I also was writing down like what does it look like to accommodate myself in what ways can I limit emotional danger in what ways can I soothe myself when triggered also how do the physical and mental emotional aspects of my condition interplay what of this is impacting my hormones? Um, and what can I do to reverse and um, maybe reset some of the complications that have happened within my body due to um, 29 years of chronic stress? Um, I also wrote down what are the best ways for me to cultivate and maintain healthy long-term relationships? How do I explain to people what I need? Um, I also like phrase that in a different way. Do I need help with anything specific? And if yet, yes, what? So the kind of the two sides of that are like always what do I need to stay accommodated? But are there any specific things that I'm working on right now that I could use help with and kind of trying to figure out if there are any things and what I could use help with and who I could ask because I just don't get help with my health stuff usually. Um, so I'm not used to really keeping people up to date on like progress. Um, I do this, but as far as I know, nobody that knows me what listens to this. Like there's, I think each of the videos has like at least, or episodes, sorry, um, has like at least 10 listens, but I don't have any like interaction with anybody who's listening. So I don't know if hello, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you know me or if you're just listening, um, but it's not really having any impact on my life in terms of like getting help or having anybody that I know understand me or like getting support. Um, this is mostly just for me to feel like I have somebody to talk to, or I guess not really that, but that I get to say it um, because otherwise I don't have any one to tell. Um, that's kind of like the point of the day. I'm going to just get through the rest of these questions that I asked myself and kind of explained what upset me. Um, ooh, I also wrote down, who are my allies? How do I connect um, with them and for what reasons? Uh, that's again, like 
who are they and like how do I get a hold of them? And that's like, do I text them? Can I call them? Is it a Facebook thing? Because I don't ever see people um, in person. I don't I don't ever see my friends in person, and that's pretty common. Um, anybody who's listening to this right now, we're all living through COVID, so you're probably not seeing your friends um, in person either. For me, it's been a year and a half-ish um, since I spent any quality. I might, I'm so sorry if I'm like forgetting a time that I got to spend time with friends, but I'm pretty sure it's been about a year and a half since anybody came to my house and like just hung out with me here. Um, and like since COVID, I think we've like have visited other people kind of social distance like two or three times, I guess, in the last six months. Um, and then sometimes I see my family, um, but I don't ever talk about my health with my family. So uh, there's that. So that kind of leads – I was about there when I was writing, when Thomas came back and um, – told me what he was about to do next some chores and that I could do this other chore. And I know that I overreacted, but I was currently like in the middle of writing a sentence on this list that I'm talking about, um, kind of waiting for him to come back so that I could keep talking to him um, about these things. And I, 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 I can hear myself right now. Like I understand that like I'm being super needy and codependent. I just also don't know what to do about it because I don't have anybody else to talk to. Like I, I have some other friends and like we check in with each other a little bit and like tell each other like I think basically like what's going on and like some of my other chronically ill friends like we'll we'll check in with each other like every couple of months. Um I guess, and sometimes like Zoom or whatever, but it's not very common. And so, um, and then I have like one other friend that we text pretty often and I do tell her things like as they come up um, occasionally, like, especially when it comes to like, just like external stuff, like, oh, I have to go to the dentist or da, 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 da. But like these sorts of like emotional development things, like I really only have Thomas to talk to about it. And then once a week I get to meet with my therapist. Um, so it's just like not a lot of friendship, like not a lot of like communicating about what's going on with me. Um, and like, I just don't know that anybody like knows enough about my story that I could just like drop in with them and start like unpacking such big things. So again, that's why I do this podcast, not necessarily so that anybody else hears it, but just that I can, I get to talk. Um, I can't really type very much because my hands and my wrists um, end up hurting really bad really quickly. Um, so I just use my voice. So there's that. And when Thomas just kind of came back from what he was doing and just changed the subject and didn't, I just, I felt like he didn't want to listen to me anymore. And I brought that up and he said that he wasn't trying to not listen to me. Um, he was just trying to help me not have decision fatigue by telling me what chore I should do next. And so like I get his um, his heart is in the right place, but it's just like every day he tells me like I get upset and he tells me that he didn't mean to do whatever like he doesn't want he's not trying to hurt like and I just don't feel like we're getting anywhere towards like me finding other ways to feel loved and him learning how 
to maybe communicate with me and like hold space for me in a way that doesn't make me feel abandoned. And so like after I left that situation, because I was just getting upset and he was kind of over it and I get it, like I'm a lot, but I don't know what to do. I just was writing down like, why do I feel so abandoned and not chosen and ignored and lonely? Why do I feel like a burden and unworthy and like I have to be of service or else I'm never going to get anything. And like, I don't want to project this onto Thomas all the time. Like, I know that a lot of my feelings and my fears come from my past. um, But at the same time, like, I don't know what to do now. Like, um, my anxiety, my stress, my depression, like, I don't, I, the symptoms, whatever you want to call them, like, I'm usually too sad too tired or too scared to get anything done. Like in the last week, as my hormones have dropped off since I ovulated or whatever the heck is going on, I have lost touch with all of the business contacts that I was developing the weeks prior. And I have had to cancel deals and like back off things and essentially like stop communicating with the people that I was trying to like collaborate with because for about 12 to 14 days out of, I don't know, 32 every month, like I am too tired, too sad, and too afraid of checking my phone and my email to be able to be a business person. And so all of this is going on. And I know that there are like Facebook groups and stuff that I could go in and like tell about this. And I've done that. lot of times and occasionally what will happen is like I'll go into a group and I'll like say kind of what I'm going through and somebody might message me and be like hey if you want to talk and then like I'll kind of talk to them and they'll maybe give some advice or we'll connect over like that one thing but of course like they don't know me they don't know my husband they don't know my situation and so there's no context and then I just end up feeling super needy and that relationship was built out of me complaining and then like sometimes like occasionally I will like keep talking to that person or like we'll stay Facebook friends and whatever. I have some friends like that. Um, but I just notice that I end up being codependent with them because like I, I'm so starved to just tell people things. I want to share things with people. I want to be excited and like make things and maybe make things with other people. And I don't know, but I just, I'm not, as I always say, I'm not consistent enough to be able to do anything. I'm not consistent enough to be able to have any commitments or responsibilities or build up anything or get to have anything that I do. And so I wrote down, like, how can I make progress away from these pains? What will it take to really make me want to live? What does my ideal set of boundaries look like? Um, and I guess I should take back, there's not nothing I can do. Like I can record these episodes, but as far as like marketing them, probably not going to happen. Um, and all of this is just really tough. I'm going to keep going, but I feel so alone. And as much as I like want to believe in my spirit guides and I want to like meditate, it's just so hard to sit alone in a room and just hope that someone is listening and that somebody will care and somebody 
will help and that there's answers and then there's a way through. And, you know, in my journeys, I'm getting that the future that I'm going to get to have, like, I don't know what it looks like because I've never seen it before. And there's like a lot of faith being required of me. Um, but in this moment, I just am grateful to have this technology to be able to at least say out loud how I'm feeling. Um, and I'll just leave it at that.